This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You're listening to Almost Entirely Sports. Some of you guys suck. With Joshua Briscoe. I love most of you. On ESPN Kansas City. All right, it's hour two of the day that I do an angry radio show. It's not really my M.O. It's not usually even what I genuinely feel inside. But today I have some anger despite George's best efforts. He did get us coming in a little bit. If you are just joining us right now or if you're listening on the podcast or whatever, you can always get both hours of Almost Entirely Sports wherever you get your podcasts. Literally anywhere that has podcasts, this show has uh, has everything there. So just search Almost Entirely Sports wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Make sure you grab both hours if you want to. Um, thank you for... Our, our podcast numbers are pretty good, especially considering the size of the station and how recently, relatively, the show started and everything. So thank you to everyone who does consume this show via podcast form and... Um, yeah, keep doing it. By the way, you do want to grab both hours of the podcast. You do. <laughs> All right, here's the thing that I didn't get to in the first. We talked a lot of Eric Reed and a lot of Chiefs Twitter just being the worst today. But I'm going to I'm going to take George's advice and and try to do something constructive here in a minute. But this is also sort of this one's kind of this is a large scale uh, part of this topic. Seth, Seth Kaiser, friend of the show, as I mentioned earlier, Mount Rushmore member for Almost Entirely Sports. He at one point tweeted, It's always interesting for me when I become something of the villain to a subset of the fan base. Obviously, we'll see how things turn out, but as of right now, it's perfectly rational to be bothered by aspects of the defense. I also find it really interesting whenever Seth becomes something of a villain to a subset of the fan base, because Seth is... I think we could say maybe the least villainous person we know. Like people can be villainous in in a to any subset of of the fan base. There's always going to be some of that. Whenever I say Voldemort's name, I get three tweets about how I need to get over it. Whatever. Ah! And sometimes that's from Seth, not in the same tone as some of you. This is this is disapproving. Look into the camera. Not it. Not as not as strong or the same tone as some of you, but. Uh, I think like Seth is tired of the Voldemort storyline. And usually I would say that that Seth's doing the thing that at least people appreciate, right? But today he was he was in this group of us, the uh, this group of us 300 going up against the Persians, ultimately spoiler alert going to be slaughtered by the hundreds. But Seth was a part of the of the 300 today. And he says he finds it fascinating to see what it's like to be in that subset as a villain. I find it fascinating to see what riles people up. Because I think there's a really interesting and smart question to be asked here, which is, why does the phrase, the Chiefs should have signed Eric Reed" make people more upset than the phrase, the Chiefs should have signed Bashad Breland? It's an interesting question, right? Why does one of those 
create a response with so much vitriol. And one of them, they're like, yeah, they should have. Breland makes this defense better. 800 grand? Yeah, I would have taken that for this defense, 1,000%. And there might be things you don't know about Breland. Now, if, if his, he could be playing with one foot and I'd give him 800 grand. But maybe he wanted to wait for an injury to happen so he could be a definite starter. Maybe the Chiefs wouldn't promise him that he would start over Skandrick or Nelson. I don't know. But I think we can all pretty much say, yeah, unless there was some like condition we didn't know about, he definitely should be on this team for $800,000. Absolutely. We all agree. And we don't know the Eric Reed number yet. I'm guessing it's going to be less than you would expect. It's my hunch at this point. Less than what might be fair market value at the height of the offseason, at the very least. Whenever I say the Chiefs should have signed Bashad Breland and Eric Reed. The second half of that sentence, again, brings so much vitriol and so much just legitimate anger. And I think what you're seeing in that moment, like it or not, believe it or not, unless you can explain to me a logical reason for the difference between the two, I think you are seeing a perhaps unconscious and in some cases conscious factoring in of personal dislike. If you personally dislike Eric Reed, and that doesn't mean that you think he should be un- disallowed to protest during the national anthem, you might be one of the people on Twitter that says, I have no problem with it, but I don't think he's a fit. Or I have no problem with it, but I wish you'd stop talking about it. Or I loved Marcus Peters, but stop talking about it. Many times this, this conversation comes with an, not an admission, but a, a proclamation of, I'm a neutral party. However, I think this thing that aligns with the non-neutral parties, there's usually at least, there's something happening there. Because, again, I don't even think this is just speculation. There is something in that conversation. Why is someone on Twitter calling me an idiot for thumping for the chief signing Eric Reed, even after he makes a mistake about what Daniel Sorensen would have caught? cost to cut this offseason, which is like such a tiny thing. Uh, he was looking at the wrong set of numbers, and I said, it's actually this. He was being belittling about how I don't understand the moving parts, whatever. But I give that in retort, and then all of a sudden, there's name-calling. Well, wait, wait a second. Why does a conversation about Eric Reed get to name-calling so fast? I've never had a conversation about Bashad Breland get to someone calling me a name because I think the Chiefs should have, or now should have, uh, signed him. It never gets to that point. Uh, at Bad Guy McFly on Twitter, unrelated to beards, no relation. It actually, is there a relation? Is this like your dad? Alter ego. Okay. Well, I don't think so because of the thing he said. His Twitter handle is at Bad Guy McFly. That's why it's an alter ego. He tweeted me and said, This is called implicit bias. Everybody has it. When you're unaware of your personal biases, you come off as a bigot most of the time. I love watching it play out in sports and fandom. The classes I've taught on implicit bias always touch on it. It's lovely. I can't ever be a teacher. Here's the thing about this, actually. The first thing about that tweet that jumped out to me, and I tweeted it back to him, I said, It's really hard for me to, like, cognitively process the fact that some people that listen to this show and follow me on Twitter. Like, teach classes and stuff. I just sort of assume that everybody listening to this show is doing it in their parents' basement. Which is where I do most... Beards and I both do most of our tweeting from. 
that's not a knock. That is not an insult. That is, I just sort of expect, I don't know, it's, just, it's funny. That's a funny thing for me to think about. It just sort of caught me off guard. But yes, of course there is an implicit bias woven throughout this conversation. I try to be cognizant of mine. I know that I am... I, I tend to like the personalities of a guy like Voldemort, who now plays for the Rams, in a way that people from an older generation may not enjoy so much. I think it's fun. Maybe they don't. It's whatever. I I know where where many of my political leanings shift me. But I also try to not let that make me ever have to be contradicting myself to never make myself sound like a hypocrite. I have a perspective, but I really, I honestly do my very best to not let my perspective either either to pretend that I don't have it, and therefore I'm truly a blank slate with no opinions, which is simply untrue, and I try not to ever, because I don't hide it, or don't want to pretend it's not it's not existent, I, I think that allows me to go through all of this radio stuff, just talking into an on mic for a handful of hours every day, sorry if that was sonically unpleasant. I, I I feel like most of the time I can talk into a mic and maybe tweet a hundred times in a day and not be worried about constant, constantly contradicting myself um, and outing myself as a hypocrite because for there to be hypocrisy, you must be unaware of it in a way, right? Like nobody's – if you are knowingly hypocritical, no one's even mad at you anymore, right? Like isn't that – like I've said that I like I've been annoyed by I'm annoyed by Philip Rivers, but I think if he was the Chiefs quarterback this last decade, I would love Philip Rivers. That's me being a hypocrite. It's blinded by my Chiefs fandom and the and knowing that that personality of the guy on my team would be way more fun than the personality of the guy I'm playing against. I tweeted during Monday Night Football last week that I really I hate watching the Steelers. Uh, and I hate watching Ben Roethlisberger stand in the pocket forever while his offensive linemen tackle uh, the defensive linemen failing to get to the Roethlisberger. And I also said one piece of joy I got from that game is that I feel like the Chiefs are on the way to being that team for the rest of the league, and I'm excited to root for that. Well, that's me being, again, hypocritical in a fan way where I say I want to be this, but I don't want to watch other teams be this. I try to be aware of stuff like that, right? I also don't think you need to praise me for doing that. That's just where I'm at. I try to do that. Most people that I work with consistently, talk to consistently, have on the show consistently, that I'm friends with, they're also people who do that and try to check their own implicit biases. And I, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to like, we're here for like the self-improvement show. I don't want to tell you that I have the answers or whatever. It's like, don't. But I really feel better whenever it feels like we're all trying to move in the same direction, you know? That just feels better. And I also am happier to be on that journey of sorts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click my Twitter and someone's going to call me an idiot. and That's fine. That's just where we're at. But I feel better having having tried to do that. Oh no. Um what? I said that people listening should post better insults of me. 
Oh, yes. How's that going? I've seen the ones that uh, Girlfriend Renee's been yeah, doing. Yeah, Girlfriend Renee's posted a couple. She's got some good ones. Yeah, she also has non-public pictures. Which is even better. Well. <laughs> Brent tweeted, said, I see my burner account has really fired you up. <laughs> also, Steve had a very good call on Twitter. Okay. Um, he, he asked me if I'd ever seen the movie Network. It's an old movie from like the 70s about like a television station. Uh-huh. And it's got that very famous scene where the um, lead guy is like... On television, he's just kind of screaming, yelling, and he does the I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore thing. And so he just made a Photoshop of our stream just replacing me. Oh, that's very good. It's very good, and it's a very good way to visualize the show today. My, um... I've retweeted it. I might retweet it from the uh, station account as well. Yeah, do it. Um, it's very good. I like it a lot. That's how I feel today. I will also retweet it. Yeah, handle the station retweet, would you? Because... Well, never mind. I'm just right here. I'll do it. Perfect. Tweet deck is amazing. Aha! Uh, the Panthers signed Eric Reed to a one-year deal that can be worth $1.9 million maximum, source said. A base of $1 million, but includes playtime incentives, Pro Bowl incentives, and per-game roster bonuses. Hold on. Let me tweet. This is totally reasonable and less money than Daniel Sorensen is making this year. Bye. A good margin. I need Renee to stop. Uh, I need Renee to stop doing these. Also, There's... Wade would like to point out he's an engineer, brah. Wait a second, what? When you were talking about like teachers and stuff watching the show, yes, he's he's an engineer, brah. Like that's that yeah. completely blows my mind. Wait, cool. all hail Mahomes, Wade. Yeah, that guy's not. A, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Renee has a picture of me with pretzel sticks and cheese dip that says I look more like a grown up child than a GM Renee has a picture of me with a zip up hoodie over my face that says I look more like a green bean than a GM it's a very good picture it is a very good picture I was proud of that one actually I might actually make that your new uh, contact picture on my phone (laughs) it is a very good picture I look more like a horrid arctic animal murderer than a GM it's me eating some uh, penguin cheese crackers Andrew says that Seth Kaiser is the least villainous on AES except for whenever he has Palpatine voice, which is absolutely true. Um, there's one of me uh, chugging a frozen uh, margarita mix where Renee says, you look more like my father than a GM. I don't like that one as much. The uh, the green bean one's very good. <laughs> I retweeted the green bean one. It is now your contact picture on my phone. <laughs> and that's a good call because that way, um, whenever I call you at like 2.30 in the morning, not in the morning, I was in the afternoon, but also occasionally 2.30 in the morning, you're not going to, your first thought isn't going to be, oh God, what the hell does he want? It's going to be, <laughs> green bean. What the hell does he want? And so that's very good. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> anyway, you can, you can tell me what I look more like than a GM. Um, I feel very good about turning the worst insult of all time into show content. That makes me truly, truly happy. Um, even though I do look like a green bean. Here's what I wanted to get to a second ago, by the way, if <laughs> everybody's ready for this. This is the, the thing that I wanted to, like, it's, it's borderline serious, 
but also just like I just tweeted it out earlier. It's it's not quite house rules, um, but it's a reminder that I think people could really use. And so if this is any sort of helpful, um, I offer this to the world. What are you laughing at now, Beards? It was something we were talking about before, before the show. I, we can get to it later. Okay, fine. Here's my here's my list. I wrote, this has been a top five most foolish day on Chiefs Twitter. Let it serve as a reminder to follow people who, one, have a track record of critical thinking and thoughtful analysis. Two, aren't afraid to put their name and face on their work. Three, do actual work beyond Twitter. Four, can have a reasonable conversation. Five, have the endorsement of others in the field. Six, acknowledge their mistakes and biases. We all have them, even me, though I'm basically perfect. Seven, don't prop themselves up with rumblings or unlikely quote-unquote sources. So follow at Real MNCHews fan. Follow Ryan Tracy. And today, even just for today, follow friend of the show, dead of the show, Kent Swanson. I am, this is how bad of a day today has been on Twitter. I am extending an olive branch to dead to the show friend of the show, Kent Swanson, telling you that follow him on Twitter today if it keeps you from following anybody who tweets about rumblings. They all do great work. They know what they don't know, which is extremely valuable. And they're also more than their Twitter follower account. I have three people in mind that don't fit that, that are frustrating to me, but I... I needn't point out the specifics. If you, if we all obey the rules, then that will stop being such an albatross around the neck of Chiefs Twitter. There are many more people like Seth and Ryan and Kent and Ryan Scott Hall threw his hat into the ring. And, and I don't even need to mention the incredible number of published journalists who meet that standard. It, people on radio. There are some people on radio that I don't love their opinions. But if someone on radio reports a thing... It's probably, it's probably at least reasonable, right? I think most of us in the radio industry have decent analysis, or at least not border, not not consistently intellectually dishonest analysis. All the actual like journalists, everybody from the Star and everybody from the Athletic and Matt Derrick and and Matt Verderam, who's on the show a bunch. Like there are so many people that that have good opinions and look at all of this from different but constructive angles. We have so many of those people to choose from that we can afford to have some discretion about who we go to. So take advantage of that. Don't follow somebody because their Twitter handle says they're an expert and they they tweet about rumblings or they get defensive whenever they're criticized. Follow people who follow all those rules. Again, I think maybe the most important one is to follow people that has the endorsement of other people that you know are credible. So if Seth is following someone, you're allowed to also. You know what I mean? That's a good rule of thumb. Also, I literally, my DMs are open, which occasionally backfires. But if you DM me and you're like, hey, is this one of those people you were talking about that you don't think is credible? I will tell you. I don't want to I do not have any interest in torching these people publicly. I just ignore them and occasionally am annoyed by their existence. But if you don't if you can't tell the difference, I'll try to help. I'm totally down with that. Today was just truly a very frustrating day on Chiefs Twitter and I don't want to have a whole bunch more like them every time a thing happens. So, that is my 
That is my weirdly serious word to the wise suggestion. That's what I got. Also, I really look like a green bean in this picture. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. I'm pretty sure there's always going to be somebody we're better than and somebody we're worse than. On 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Daniel Sorensen is making $5.3 million this year. As a post-June 1st cut, he would have had a dead cap number equal... To what Eric Reed is going to make with the Panthers this year if he doesn't hit his incentives. $1 million. You could have cut Daniel Sorensen, got Eric Reed, and even if he hits all of his incentives, if Eric Reed is a Pro Bowler making $2 million, you could have cut Dan Sorensen, signed Eric Reed, and still had an extra $2.3 million to bleep around with. Just the facts, just the facts. Just want to tell you some things you should know. Beards, can you pull up the comments from uh, the other pages? And I'm going to go through the ones that we have right here, and then we will switch gears a little bit. I can do that. I've I'll start here. Up. I'll, I'll start on this side, and we can uh, go to it. Andy says that there's going to be a moment whenever I find out that the uh, mystery person on Twitter is my little sister, Chloe, gunning for my job. That one's very exciting. Looking forward to that. Uh, Sam asks, Rams or Vikings? Um, I think the Rams are a better team, but there you're missing a keep to leave, and Marcus Peters isn't playing. Oh, Voldemort! 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 Voldemort isn't playing tonight. I caught it. I caught it. I caught it. Um, and uh, and Sam said, I have a face for radio. Major burn. Thank you. Ooh. Andy says, you could Photoshop Jaden Smith showing his dislike for me. That would be that would be brutal. That's pretty good. That's still an open wound that he just didn't show up for his show. That was the absolute worst. Sam says he saw my Slim Chickens cup. Still not a sponsor, but I went to Slim Chickens today and had this cup when I walked in. And then later in the day, Beard's walked in with the Slim Chickens cup. We went to the same one, but I think I left literally... Within five minutes after you, before you got there. Probably. Uh, Robert says, you know, Josh, the guy you were arguing with on Twitter was probably Trey Stallings out to get you. This is such a good, a good, B doesn't even get that reference. That is such a good indication of the rule that you have to listen to all of the shows to get all the jokes. That came up on Sportsnet with Cody last night. Yeah, I wasn't listening. That's fine. Sam says for a moment he mix up Voldemort with Dead to the Show. That's a good call. We have Voldemort and then we have the Dead to the Show friend of the show. Uh, which whose name we've already said too much today. Anyway, uh, you can go back to blocking him on Twitter as long as you've already, you know, pretty much upgraded the rest of your Twitter. Swan Kenson. That sounds like a comic book here. I mean, that's just a that's a, you know that's almost on the nose. I think his actual name is more of like a comic book or a, a kids book. Uh, Swan. Swan that's on the run for his life and in disguise as a human. That's pretty good. I like that. I see the comment now where Wade's that he's an engineer. I just It's so strange to me that anyone listening to the show is doing it with a successful job. I wonder what that's like. Um, <laughs> Sam's of the frustration is, is seeping from my face. You can cut the visual frustration with a knife. And he said, ah, yes, Swan Kenson. What else do you have over on the Facebook page? I just read comments from the ESPN Kenson Facebook page. It's the easiest way to get with us live. But if you go to the Almost Entirely Sports or Chiefs pages, uh, we'll see him every once in a while. Uh, the Almost Entirely Chiefs, uh, Scott says, great show. Thank you, Scott. Uh, let's see. Michael says, I do not think we are going to get any help in the secondary this year. Hopefully, Bar- hope Barry comes back soon. Have to roll with what we got for now. I still think that's the most likely thing as well. I think at this point, if I was putting money on it, I'd swear I'd put the money. 
Eric Reed's off the table. Earl Thomas is going to be expensive. Yeah, it's also money to put in uh, Earl Thomas for a while. Uh, it's not ideal. It's a possibility, but I don't think it's a great chance. I'd say... Also, by the way, like someone was saying on Twitter earlier, like, well, what if you get Barry back and trade for Earl Thomas? I, I said I think the chances of that were about 10%. Healthy Eric Barry and acquiring Earl Thomas, and also healthy Daniel Soren, I think was a part of that. It was maybe one in 10 chance. Maybe. Uh, Christy says, Briscoe, you've got a hater. You've made it. I what? A hater. Yo, no. Yeah. It's... Uh, I've got. I knew I'm. I, I felt like I made it whenever uh, I had fake me's popping up across the internet. That was a pretty good. That was a pretty good feeling. Um, the people disagreeing with me or uh, loudly on the internet is. I mean, sure, we'll say I've made it. <laughs> uh, Michael asks if we're on iHeartRadio. I do not believe we are. I, I think don't think we're on so. Stitcher though. Thank you for. Um, we, you know where we are more than I do. Yes. Thank you for the reminder to uh, do another thing. There's another outlet that we might be able to get on sometimes. soon. Also, I think Michael likes the elevator music, so thank goodness for that. Thank you, Michael. Um, Bryce says, can I just say, if you ain't got haters, you haven't made it. You guys are the least hateable people out there for Chiefs Media. And, wow! I, would, and I would even double down on Seth. Like, who can hate on you all? That's uh, true. I don't, I don't get it, and I kind of missed the segment. I'll catch on the podcast, as always. That's from Bryce. Yes. Thank you, Bryce. Bryce, he, Bryce he, is also... What's Bryce's last name? I don't see the... Uh, starts with an R? Yes. Yes. Also, that was his wife that... Uh, That's what I thought. Yep. yep. Bryce is uh, fueling my ability to uh, rewatch Chiefs games right now. So Bryce is like a VIP. Thank you, Bryce. That's all I got. Should we set up a VIP comment system like like on Twitch? We honestly... Could, should we should, Beards, figure this out. Write this down. Uh-oh. Why, aren't we, why isn't this show on Twitch? Why don't we just... Why don't we Twitch stream this show? They can like people can like donate, right? Feels like a good call. They could. There might we might have issues here with doing. That. I Probably. don't know. But this show, we should do this show in more places. Yeah. I don't know if OBS would allow us to go to two different sources at once. Uh, I actually know of a way that we can. Okay, cool. So I wrote that down. Usually I tell you to write it down, but I wrote it down. Uh, so thank you for everyone who has been. Oh, boop, boop. Uh, wow. For a guy that uh, doesn't like to tackle. He sure wants to play tonight. After testing his calf injury pregame, Rams cornerback Voldemort Voldemort is telling coaches that he wants to play tonight versus the Vikings. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Quits on his teams. That guy. What a bum. Uh, Andy says you better be on the VIP list. I think uh, I think you will be Andy. Andy is an OG. Rodney says best local show on Kansas City Radio, in my opinion. I listen to podcasts most of the time since I'm in Springfield. Thank you, Rodney. Uh, legitimately, like that, is, comments like that um, and positive responses to the show like that are uh, really encouraging. I'm guessing Beards feels the same way. I don't know exactly Beards' relationship with human emotion. It's always a little bit sketchy. It feels like it's kind of touch and go sometimes. I like it. It's a pretty good thing. Being affirmed or human emotion itself? Sure. It's fi- is it fine? It's pretty good. Oh, whoa! It's better than fine! Uh, but th- stuff like that is always just uh, very encouraging. Uh, so thank you very much to Rodney. And while we're just having sort of a, I don't know, a very, a very monologue-y show, 
today's been a two-hour monologue of on various elements of the same topic. Uh, I really appreciate everybody who decided they want to listen to me talk about different aspects of the same topic for two hours, or at least at this point, an hour and a half. We'll, we'll switch gears here in a second. Uh, but thank you for the kind words from everybody who has uh, shared some today. Uh, it's very encouraging, especially in this particular industry that, you know, isn't always terribly encouraging because there's a lot going on. There's a lot of different media. You you can you can fill the void of not having enough Chiefs talk in your life from a lot of different places. So thank you very much for choosing this one, uh, at least from four to six or for uh, you know an hour and forty five minutes of the podcasts or whatever. Uh, Robert says I would ha- I have a job in IT but I don't know what Twitch is. Would hate to not be a VIP just because I'm forty plus and have reached my social media max after Twitter. Uh, that's fine. We will we will not exclusively go in. There's always no. We'll make it work. No, we we will not leave. We will not leave Facebook unless Twitch itself offers us a wheelbarrow of money. In which case I will personally call you Robert and we will create you a Twitch account. If Twitch decides they want our exclusive rights as far as streaming, um, which, by the way, hey, Twitch, if you're listening, Facebook, Facebook's, Facebook has been a good platform for us, but uh, we will leave for a certain amount of money. And also, Facebook, if you're watching, you couldn't give us one of those like Facebook watch channels that just thousands of people see every day. Uh, we'd also take one of those. Yeah. And we will, we, will, we will ignore Twitch for the rest of time. This week's also gone pretty fast, right? Sam said, Rams cornerback Voldemort Voldemort is amazing to hear. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Well, so let's get that Twitch money. I appreciate it. It really is fun to be able to see people interact in real time on Facebook. I sure am glad that we decided to do this thing. Facebook Live, good for the show. Who knew? We knew. We knew this would be good. That's why we did it. That's why we did it. Good job, us. All right, you guys want you want something slightly different? You've heard my voice occasionally interrupted by Beards's voice and one time sharing the airwaves with George's voice today. Are you interested in some other voices? I mean, this is when sure. we do a Dora thing. Where we, we're, no, it's like Dora. We're quiet for oh, a second. Okay. Right, hold on. Do you want to hear some different voices? One, two, three. Yeah, me too. Earlier uh, today, this morning, actually, on this morning's Dan Levitard show, a show that, as you surely know by this point, I am a fan of, they were talking about the Chiefs' offense, and it's really good. Well, this is like, what, three minutes, Beards? Like, this is a long clip by almost entirely sports standards, because um, it has to fit my attention span, but this held my attention for three minutes. It's a conversation you'll hear Dan Lebetard, I mean, Kimes is in, uh, Dominic Foxworth is in, Stu Gatz might chime in at one point, I can't remember. But they basically just sort of talk about why the Chiefs' offense has been so good. They do that for like three minutes, and it's just absolutely gold to hear it being broken down well and enjoyably on national radio in a show that I enjoy. I think you'll enjoy it also. Dominic Foxworth has, uh, he's written about Patrick Mahomes. Dominic Foxworth is here Ooh. to tell you that Patrick Mahomes is going to be an all-time great. Facts. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's – so the offense is – Andy Reid is fantastic um, at designing offense, but it's not a complicated offense. What they do is really impressive and special, but Patrick Mahomes is that um, that final jewel that he needed in to, to put in this offense to make it all tick and go in the way that it has gone. I don't know if uh, how much Mina's watched of it, but there's a lot of things in there that I think are quite special, particularly because they have so much, so many standout talents. But, Mina, what stands out to you about what they do in Kansas City? I You know – 
Dominique and I are both huge Andy Reid stands, and what I love about watching this is what he just described, which is the this is the culmination of everything Andy Reid has worked towards, right? Which is you've seen him um, experiment with these college style principles and integrate spread principles into his offenses. Now he has the quarterback who not only can execute those things but elevate the play of these already incredible skill players. Like Patrick Mahomes is not doing easy quarterbacking. He's making extraordinarily difficult throws. He's unbelievably accurate. He takes care of the football. It's a small sample size, but he hasn't done anything wrong. And they do. Um, he hasn't thrown an interceptable pass this season. He's also played the Steelers and the Niners. I mean, <laughs> okay, but he hasn't thrown one pass that if you get a batted ball, something. He hasn't thrown and he hasn't made an interceptable decision this those, season. Those are NFL defenses, and he's doing things. <laughs> they do things that are unpredictable, not unpredictable in a weird way. While they do have like some trick plays, they had a play that looked like the Philly special, but it was actually opening up Kelsey. Um, they have a few trick plays in there, but they do things that look simple, but they're unpredictable in that they'll go deep on first downs. I think Mahomes leads the league in plus twenty yard attempts on first down, which is impressive. They'll they're just as likely to throw a screen pass on first down as they are to do that. And they cover the entire width of the field. You play zone against them, they stretch you vertically and horizontally. And Patrick Mahomes has the arm to to get it to just about anywhere on the field. And I in the Steelers game in particular, they started to to blitz Mahomes late in the game. And instead of putting in a max protection formation, they went empty and started going deep, which is like unheard of. Like you can't you can't go deep and empty, uh, particularly against a blitz. But Patrick Mahomes has the arm strength to throw off of his back foot. Tyreek Hill has the speed to somehow get twenty yards. So nobody does it. You're telling me nobody is doing that. Empty against the blitz is something that nobody's doing. Even everything that I said it was the culmination for Andy Reid. It's also the culmination for fans because they're doing things that a lot of NFL fans, smart NFL fans, have been asking for a while. Dan or uh, Dominique alluded to them throwing on first down. NFL teams don't throw on first down, even though they should. Okay, this every statistic bears that out, and yet we still have these teams doing run, run, run on first down and setting themselves up in bad situations. The Chiefs are just so much smarter than the rest of the NFL. It appears to me that the Chiefs have no regard for the first down marker. Like they, they play as if they are not trying to get ten yards. Yes. They play as if the only thing that they care about is the goal line. Are you not aroused? Not are you not entertained? Are you not physically uncomfortable because of the pure sexual thrill that that three minute audio clip gave you? That is not safe for work. Like I'm not going to do it because it's three minutes. But my instinct right now is to say, Beards, just play it again. Play that for the next 22 minutes until this show is over. Skip the commercial breaks. I'm not going to talk again. Just play it. Play. You know what? Play it for the next 21 minutes because it's divisible by three. Just play that. Just play that seven more times. Did I do the math on that right? Seven times three is 21. Yeah, boom. Nailed it. Just play that seven more times. There's so much. It's the empty sets. The, the empty sets uh, going up against Blitz instead of going Max Protector, spreading everybody out. And it's, a, it's the fact. Well, I think my favorite thing that really in, in that clip that just sounds like a video game. You're just building a video game offense. It's just, it's literally, it's NFL Street if you were allowed to, like, do more custom routes and stuff. Legitimately. Patrick Mahomes is just this turret gun in the backfield. He's just a turret gun standing back there that can also move it's on wheels. So like a turret gun on like a Dalek or something from Doctor Who? I don't know. What are you going to say, Beards? 
I was just trying to think of a better example for that, but I couldn't come up with it. I anything. think he's a turret gun. And no matter where it's aiming, it is turned up to a thousand. And so, literally at any point across the entire field and down the entire field, that turret gun can just pivot to any angle and on a rope cannon that ball to any spot in any range of the of the the field like just make a little tic-tac-toe board and divide the field into into ninths just for kicks there and i guess maybe 12 so you want to get yourself the line of scrimmage also but it's leaving his hand and then also traveling like it's being shot out of a cannon because it's just it's not a wind up just poof that's the sound. That's the it's the jugs machine back there, but it, it, the ball never loses velocity until it hits the receiver in the hands, and then of the twelve ranges of of opportunity he can throw the ball, way deep, left, middle, or right, he can get the ball there on a rope. Intermediate, left, middle, or right, he can get there on a rope. Short, left, medium, or right, same deal. Screen, he can get there, left or right, right in the backfield, he can he can drop it right in. The ball leaves his hand so quickly that there is no defending it. And this Chiefs team, I, I do think that we have a, an interesting conversation in our future on the way for how do we assess Patrick Mahomes independent of his weapons? Because the thing about having a field, you cut the field into into ninths like this or whatever, right? And, and you imagine that a, de- a defense has to be sending... Uh, four guys most of the time. And we'll take away the screen game. Just We'll just keep it in the ninth, past the line of scrimmage. You've got these guys out here in zones, or playing man, either way, but no matter how it is that you're going about it, you can attack every defense in every region of the field. Because Tyreek Hill can do it in any region. We've seen him do it in every region. Sammy Watkins, every region. Tyreek Hill, every region. Uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, every region. He can go deep. If Travis Kelsey is matched up with a linebacker, let him run in a straight line. And by the time he's 10 yards on the field, he's going to be two yards ahead of where the linebacker is because he's faster because he's an alien. This team's throwing the ball to aliens, and they have a turret gun shooting the ball to them. So you can go empty backfield five wide whenever you're facing a blitz because you just you know the ball is going from his hand to the receiver's hand quickly enough, and then there's nobody to stop him downfield. It is, it is a, a cartoonish Bugs Bunny offense. We're just he's gonna just throw the ball exactly where it needs to go every time, and someone is in one-on-one coverage or someone is open. The kind of open you don't get in the NFL. And part of the reason you get that far open, and Alex Smith didn't have guys getting that far open, because whenever you're going up against Alex Smith, you can ignore that back third often enough. Or you just you just undersupply it. You you go give some help maybe whenever Tyree Kill goes deep in an, Andy, in an Alex Smith offense, right? But you don't have to worry about everybody doing that, because Alex Smith's probably got a specific lane that he can go to, and it's not going to be his first choice most of the time. You can't stretch the field like that. You can't even, if Alex Smith starts rolling right, that ball's not going back left. That old defense can just flood over. Pat Mahomes, there is no guessing what's going to happen next. And that's a, it's a, a thrill. An absolute 
cartoonish video game thrill. I love it. I don't know how you can be anything other than completely jazzed about how this offense comes together. Sam asked, or I guess maybe it's on the NFL Network, how confident you are that Patrick Mahomes will throw 50 touchdowns? 50 touchdowns is so many touchdowns. Shane just called down from uh, 15-10, or from 8-10. Uh, uh-huh. He's watching the pregame show, and apparently Reggie Bush just said Pat Mahomes is going to throw 55 touchdowns this year. That's what, Okay, I guess that's what Sam was just saying. First yeah. of all, Shane calling down to tell him. That's so good. That's he so said great. that would be something you'd be interested in. Um, it, oh, it is. That's what we're talking about right now. Is Pat Mahomes going to throw for 50 touchdowns? Well, no, of course not. Wait a second. Maybe. Hold on. He, he might. He's on pace for what? 69? Nice. Yes. So let's do that. You want to play the game? Hold on. Let's play the game really quick. We're, this is now just like typing into Google and letting it be my calculator. We've got 13 games remaining. Uh, and we, he needs 37. We need, he needs 37 touchdowns in the next 13 games. That's averaging just under three touchdowns a game. 2.8. 2.84615385. So if he throws uh, three touchdowns a game, three, that's 39. That puts him at 52. Three touchdowns a game put him at, puts him at 52. He threw three touchdowns last week while also giving Kareem Hunt two touchdowns on the ground and not playing as well as he did the first two weeks. He missed some throws. He overthrew Sammy Watkins early in the game. He missed some throws throughout the game. He could have had another one in week two. That would have been in that 99-yarder. Overthrew Tyreek Hill a little bit. Here's, a, here's something I've literally never said about a Chiefs quarterback. There is a legitimate chance he throws for 50 touchdowns. At this point, he's got to throw. If he doesn't throw for, uh, if he doesn't throw for forty, we're all gonna we're gonna rage. He needs twenty seven to throw. He need uh, he needs twenty seven to get to, um, to forty, which is obviously just over two per game. That's two per game, and then one and three touchdown game. My fandom DNA is encoded in a way where I just expect my quarterback to never really like to throw like two touchdowns per game. Uh, he's gonna he's probably gonna average more than that. He's probably gonna average more than two touchdowns per game because throwing three touchdowns in one game means having a game where you only throw one. And I don't know if that's gonna happen. Pure sexual thrill. This is almost entirely sports with Joshua Briscoe. I've probably upset somebody, right? On 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Today's felt like a good show. It's gone by quickly. Felt like a real grown-up radio show. And I would say a little too much. So now we go to our movie correspondent. Beards McFly for our new game called what exactly? The Teen Choice Awards are stupid. We now go to our movie correspondent, Beards McFly, for our new game, The Teen Choice Awards are stupid. I, we were talking about this. We don't have music? We don't. Not really. There's, there we have one game show. The whole bit is that all of our games have the same music. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Also, we need to talk about the Joker movie with, with Joaquin Phoenix. We'll probably do that tomorrow. So I think that's kind of how we got started on this. It is. 
because we were talking about that. You know, then, Suicide Squad has an Oscar, by the way. It well, I, I think it got nominated for some Oscars. It won an Oscar. Okay, for like sound, 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 something. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was something dumb. Now we go to our movie correspondent, Beards McFly, for a three-minute edition of the Teen Choice Awards. Are dumb. Beards, explain the game. Um. So basically, what it is is I go and I look at. This is weird. So, for whatever reason, one of the things that I enjoy most in life is looking at um, accolades of different movies of one, and it's usually like comparing Teen Choice Awards to Razzie nominations. So weird. I think it's called, how they pronounce Razzies. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and seeing how they contradict, for for example, Suicide Squad, which we were just talking about, uh-huh. um, Teen Choice Awards, uh, one most anticipated movie. It um, probably was. Um, and then Will Smith, Scott Eastwood, Margot Robbie, and Cara Delevingne for actor and actress. Wow. Um, it then had worst supporting actor, Jared Leto, worst screenplay. In the so, Razzies? Yeah. I see. So that's not good. So you're comparing the Teen Choice Awards looking at movies as being good things, and then uh, the Razzies rewarding them for being terrible. It's, spe- it's especially good if they contradict each other. Okay, I'm down. So let me see. Where was a good one that I had? I think Baywatch had some good ones. Ooh, I bet it will. Oh, yeah, it did. Um, choice movie actor, uh, The Rock, and Zac Efron. Worst actor, Zac Efron. Nice. Uh, let's see. What are some other really good ones here that we've got? There, I've got a bunch of these pulled up. I'm okay. Good. You just, I'm just. I know. I'm this just is waiting this, for your time with these good ones. Let's see. Music Fly Game Teen Choice Awards for The Lone Ranger. Uh, oh, choice man. Chemistry Johnny Depp Army Hammer. Oh, choice Movie Choice uh, Movie Star Johnny Depp. Yikes. Worst Picture Worst Director Worst Actor Worst Screenplay <laughs> Worst Prequel Remake or Spinoff. That's very good. So teens teens love The Lone Ranger. Uh, the Razzies oh. did not. Yeah, okay, here's like the... the um, is this the big payoff? This is a really good one. Okay. Uh, Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> choice Romance Actress, Kristen Stewart. Yikes. Um, choice Sci-Fi Fantasy Actor, Taylor Lautner. One, uh, all of these are one, by the way. Uh, fantasy Actress, Kristen Stewart. Sci-Fi Fantasy. Romance Actor, Robert Pattinson. Choice Romance. Uh, Golden Raspberries. Worst Picture, Worst Actor, Worst Actress, <laughs> Worst Supporting Actor, Supporting Actress. Screen Couple. For both of them, uh, worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel, worst director, worst screenplay, worst screen ensemble. Wow. Have you seen any of the Twilight movies? God, no. We should have a, a almost entirely sports movie night where we just watch it and then live stream ourselves watching it. I feel like at this point in the Twilight saga, uh, not as the books, but as like where it is culturally, I feel like we could get away with live streaming the entire thing and no one would care or even notice. What we could probably do is um, play Nine from Outer Space. It is literally. It has had the copyrights rescinded because it is so horrendously awful. You can legally download it from the internet. Nice. So we could do that, and it's great. I um, feel like I feel like Twilight and like Fifty Shades of Grey are like the current versions. Yeah, and, and like those ones you can watch that are like recent movies that you can like make fun of, and it also like is almost uncomfortable because it's so serious and recent. Like it's it's not like making fun of something from a bygone era. No, that's fair. It's making fun of something that just came out and made a butt ton of money. One more really good one. Um, I Jupiter- described Fifty Shades of Grey as making a butt ton of money. Good Ugh. words by me. Jupiter Ascending, um, Teen yeah. Choice Award, Channing Tatum for m- actor, Yikes. and Mila Kunis for actress. Those won. Uh, they were su- they were nominated. Okay. Golden Raspberry, worst picture, actor, actress, supporting actor, worst director, worst screenplay. Wow. So that game is called Teens Don't Know Bleep. I suppose. Uh, there are a bunch of other ones I had, but you know, time constrictions. That's true. And I do want to talk about the Joker movie at some point. We've been accidentally putting that off for like a week. Joker movies. Yeah. Plural. Somehow they're doing two of them. 
Well, listen, tomorrow, tomorrow, whenever the Bills sign Colin Kaepernick and it throws the whole show off, just remind me, last segment is reserved for the Joker movie. I think maybe the, somebody mentioned, like, ooh, there's like vague interest in Colin Kaepernick and not at all smokescreen to keep the NFL from getting sued. They're having their pants sued off. Whatever. I had a good time with the show today. Thank you for watching on Facebook, listening on the radio, listening on the internet, listening through podcasts. However it is you got the show today, thank you for being here for it. I enjoyed it. It was cathartic. I got to be angry at the internet. Are you okay, Beers? What just happened? Just coughing. You look like you're dying. Are you sure you're okay? All right. Happy birthday to my dad. He's a, a thousand or something. I don't know. Bye, Happy dad. You're listening to Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe on ESPN Kansas City. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.